Hello, Steve. We are back. Week 18. Benny, again, nowhere to be found. Is he alive? He hasn't really texted in the group chat too much today. He's, well, he's had fantasy's... one thing to do and then... Yeah, his fantasy season ended, and usually that's when he goes into hibernation. Except for the <laughs> random basketball game where he'll lose a lot of money. And he'll just text in there saying, what the yeah. fuck? Oh, oh, I can't really... believe I lost. Oh, TCU fucked me. I had the minus 20. <laughs> yeah, he'll do some shit like that. Um, Well... We've entered a new era. It is 2023. I'm a fantasy champion. Uh, it feels good, honestly. Didn't think it was going to happen. And then you know what I did? I started Tom Brady and Mike Evans. And what we have in this group right now in our league is a guy that wants a participation trophy for not hitting 100 points either week in the fantasy championship, going 7-6, and six, a loser-type record. Um, so with that being said, it feels good to join the winner's club. Uh, wel- welcome me with open arms, Steve. You've won this league. Um now I've joined it. Uh, it feels amazing. Yeah. I, and I guess I got to add you to the – there's a championship group chat. You let Ty in that group? <laughs> yeah, Ty's in the group. Wow. There's a championship <laughs> – there's a special secret championship group chat. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I guess half, I could add you to it. Half the league's in it. Uh, yeah, not to, <laughs> just not you. I'll, I'll tell it's you, just okay. Like now uh, Zach and Blake. <laughs> That's all I do miss. Uh I'll tell you, uh, winning that felt really good. I'm very happy with my team's performance. Tom Brady, Mike Evans, thank you very much. I have started to write my victory speech, and believe me, I'm either going to give it in a video, a drunk video rambling in the next couple of days, or I might hold off until the draft next season. I might do two speeches. That's how good I feel about this team. I won't forget any of them. I can go off off my dome, my roster, and uh, I don't feel like doing that right now, but I could, and you know I could. Just for example, my QBs, Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, Jared Goff in the final week. Jared Goff wasn't on my roster much this year. Uh, running backs, we have Ramondre, Kenneth Walker, Josh Jacobs, of course, my horse. Uh, Jarek McKinnon didn't get a start on my team, but he could have. Should have put him in the final week. Damian Harris, another Patriots running back. Uh, I can go on and on. Wide receivers, of course. My Tigers. Jefferson, Chase, Evans, who's not a Tiger. He's a he's an Aggie, but you know you get the drift. Uh, the Patriots defense, what a pickup. I picked them up off waivers. I almost, what I did, really drunk a couple nights ago after after I, I, I won it, I tried to go through all my transactions this year and write down every single player <laughs> I had on my team throughout the entire year and get them a ring. Uh, they're all they're all thanks. You're going to do it. You know, like after you, like... Uh... In Pokemon, actually, be like you know the the champion after the Elite Four, and you just have like a picture of you with all the players behind. <laughs> yeah, that's mm-hmm. what you need to do. A little Photoshop for that. I might have to do that. Um, I'm gonna try to figure this out. I'll, I'll take my assistant coach of the award from you because you were sitting down. We were at the bar, and you're like, "Do I start Mike Evans or do I put someone else in?" I said, "Leave it. Leave it as is." Yeah, thank you. I um I was fidgeting with my lineup for about three hours on Saturday night. Switching in Mike Evans, switching out, uh, bringing back in Kenneth Walker. And I said, you know what? I was down 12 points going into that game. And I said, we live and die by the goat and his steed. So I put Brady in over Herbert. Herbert was bad the last couple of weeks. And I put in Mike Evans over Kenneth Walker. And I said, if they don't get hot this game, color them cooked. And, uh, well, Tom Brady's going back to the playoffs, and that's where we're going to start week 18. First and foremost, of course, Monday Night Football, there was a tragedy on the field. Um, it looks like he is going to be okay. Uh, the Bills and the and the, and the the Bengals, that game is officially canceled. Um, that injury to Hamlin was 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 scary. I think everybody would agree. And, uh, and it's good that he seems like he's going to be okay. He hasn't spoken yet, but he seemed to be cognitive and and all that. So good news there. A scary moment. Sucks that we didn't get to see a great game there, but uh, understandable. So everybody's given takes on that, and I think every almost everybody is in agreement that it's good that he's going to be okay. I don't know anybody wishing ill on him, so we will uh, we will we will we will join the parade of giving him well wishes. And uh, let's talk week eighteen. Uh, oh, before before. Um, the, the cancellation of that game has some pretty big ramifications for playoff seeding and where games will be played. Um, it looks like if the Bills do meet the Chiefs in the in the AFC Championship game, that will be on a neutral field. Uh, that kind of shafts the Chiefs that. a little bit, but it's understandable, I guess. They don't want to push the entire league back a week so that 
the the Bills and Bengals can play their game when it might not even matter that much. And if the Bills do lose, then it matters nothing in terms of seeding, really. I guess I guess the Bengals get the two seed, but yeah. Uh it's complicated. Adam Schefter and Rappaport have tweets out. Uh by the time you hear this podcast tomorrow, I'm football fans, I'm sure will have seen the what's happening and it can be spelled out much easier by somebody that knows that understands scheduling better than us. So okay, week 18. This is the wonky week. This is the week where you go to the casino and you bet player props because there are incentives. Uh, you bet the overs or the unders if you think they won't get them. But there's a lot of incentives out there. I think there's a spreadsheet online where you can see this. And I, for one, am going to the casino tomorrow and betting a lot of overs for player props because they got half a million dollars to earn and they want the ball. So, okay. I'm going to start Saturday afternoon. Two Saturday games. No Thursday game. No Monday game. We got everything Saturday and Sunday. Kansas City are nine-point favorites against Stidham and the Raiders. The Raiders looked really good against the 49ers. They put up, I think, 450 yards. Uh, they should have won that game. Uh, it's it's interesting. I feel like every single time a court should teams just start signing like six quarterbacks and saying, okay, we're going to put this guy out here, then this guy, then this guy, because it seems like every time a new quarterback comes out, they always are a spark plug at the start because yeah. teams don't have and the uh, next game. Terrible. Then they stink. Um, this game, nine points is a lot. The Chiefs are, honestly, I don't think the Chiefs are that good of a football team. Uh, they have covered once in the in the last few weeks. They're the one team in football, and they have a lot of wins, I understand this, but they're the one team in football that gets the benefit of the doubt, no matter circumstances that you're seeing, right? Like, nobody actually, besides me, thinks that the Bucks can win the Super Bowl this year. They've been counted out. The team stinks. I'm not going to even say they don't. Everybody counts out the Packers. They stink. But the Chiefs have a way better record than both of those teams, for sure. But they are not that great of a football team. They play really close games against really bad teams. They underperform week in, week out. That defense is terrible. Um, It's really going to be up to Mahomes. And, you know, he could do it. He's great. But they shouldn't be getting such a benefit of the doubt here. It's like kind of a shoe-in to make the AFC Championship game. Uh. Yeah, it's not going to be. Oh, easy. yeah, they're going to make it. Don't worry. Yeah, these games are not going to be easy. The AFC playoffs are going to be great. I'm going to take the the Raiders to cover here. I think the Chiefs win. I think the Raiders cover, and they secure the one seed. Steve. Yeah, I think I think I agree with that too. I mean, I don't think Jared Siddham's going to have four plus touchdowns again. I think that's what he had. So, give me give me the Raiders to not cover and the Chiefs to win and. We can forget about the Raiders, not an AFC West team. We can forget about. Perhaps the, I don't know about the other one, but you know, <laughs> perhaps the uh, place that Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers will be throwing passes next year. You think? Any chance? Hmm. Just just spit, spitballing. Um. Uh. Oh yeah. Say what you're saying. I don't think the Raiders better situation than the Bucks. I I don't think the Raiders are much better than the Bucks. I'd rather. The bu- yeah, you might be right. You might be right. Um, okay, Titans versus the Jaguars. Uh, the Jags are six and a half point favorites at home. It's Dobbs versus Lawrence. Derrick Henry will be playing in this game, which is huge. But he hasn't been that great this year. I'm going to take Jacksonville to cover this. I think they win by a touchdown. It's six and a half, so I think they win by seven to ten. Um, Doug Peterson has transformed this team. Trevor Lawrence has transformed this team. He's been way better. Uh, this is a, a case study on why coaching matters in the NFL. Because with Urban Meyer last year, this team was a dumpster fire. And Doug Peterson is actually a good coach. And, you know, he's got them playing hard. And I'll, I'll go out on a limb right here and say, Jacksonville in the next decade will be one of the best teams in the AFC. They'll be they'll be in contention. Um, you know, I don't know if they ever get over the hump because it's Jacksonville. And so, you know, it's like if the Detroit Lions ever became great. But I think they are. I think they are going to be a good team for the foreseeable future, and I think Trevor Lawrence is balling out. So Jacksonville, I think they'll cover, make the playoffs. Sneaky chance to 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 take somebody down in the playoffs in the first, in the wild card weekend. Sneaky chance. I don't think they beat the Bills or anything, but uh, I do think that they are a good team, and they play hard. Yeah, this is really just who you rather see in the playoffs than I'd rather see the Jags in the playoffs. I'd rather see the start of a. Trevor Lawrence's uh, career is, I feel like, starts with a playoff game. So I'm going to take the Jags. I'd just rather see them win. 
Same. I, I, I don't know anybody that wants to see Dobbs. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see Dobbs' bald ass and oh, prime he has, time. He has alopecia, so you're a dickhead for that. But uh, uh, we got Tampa. He's still be a bald ass. He is bald. Uh, we have Tampa at Atlanta. Atlanta are four point favorites. Um, that's because people don't suspect that Brady is and the rest of the Bucks starters are going to play this whole week. I think they play the first half. What I'm looking for in the first half is them to actually like just throw a deep, do what you did against the Panthers in the second half, and just keep that recipe going. Try to get something flicking because this game doesn't matter. And in the in the scheme of things, they're either going to be eight and nine or nine and eight, both bad records, but. Um, show something on offense, like show that you show that you found something. Because Leftwich says all the time, he's like, we we actually have it down. We just, you know, there's a few things here we need to click. Click him then. Do it in this game. Do it in this game. So, uh, I do think that the Falcons end up winning because actually, man, I do think the Falcons end up winning because they're going to use Ritter the entire game. Um, the Bucks are going to turn to Gabbard and then to uh, probably Kyle Trask in the fourth quarter. So it's really just, you know, hustling out there and uh, and playing some reps. So I do think the Falcons could take this for, I don't know. These lines suck unless two teams are playing for it. We shouldn't even talk about games like this, but I'm going to take the Falcons <laughs> minus four. This game's sort of relevant. Yeah, I'll just be quick, Matt. I would like to see Kyle Trask play from NFL snaps. Yeah. So that'd be cool. I might actually watch that game. If I, if I get an alert of Kyle Trask's game, I'm going to watch. Fourth quarter. Besides that, no. Uh, I'll take the Bucks plus four. Might be. I don't think it will be. Might be Tom Brady's last regular season game in the NFL, which would be, you know. I don't think it will be. No, he's playing next season. I was pretty sure. And I knew when he was like, I had the feeling when he was getting traded, I feel like it would be very surprising. Yeah, he's coming back. Um. Okay. One of the other games of the week is the Patriots at the Bills. The Bills are seven-point favorites at home. Patriots winning their end. The Bills might not be playing for anything if the Chiefs beat the Raiders. So it could be another situation where, you know, play Josh Allen for the first half, first quarter or something. Same with the other starters. Rest them the rest. Uh, the Patriots need this to win. I mean, they don't actually need this in theory, because the Dolphins could lose and the Steelers could lose, but they control their own destiny. I think the Patriots cover. I think this is a close game. I hope they bring in, um, is their backup Barkley still? I don't know who their, uh, the Bills' backup is, but whomever it may be, I hope that they bring them in early and the Patriots are able to win this yep. game. They have uh, Matt Barkley and Case. Oh, yeah. Backup gods. Take either of them. Yeah. But uh, the Patriots should be able to do okay here. If if that is the plan, I I don't know. I love the Patriots, as you know. This team stinks. I mean, the offense is bad. Next year, next year, hopefully, a new play caller's in there. Bill O'Brien's been whispered out there. Um, I don't really my, like. I like Mac Jones. I'm an adamant supporter of him. He's been bad this year. Uh, if they make the playoffs, great. I mean, they're going to play the Bills again next week or the Bengals. Uh, <laughs> oh, those are easy opponents. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so. You're probably not looking to get very far in the playoffs. Um, <laughs> I I want them to make the playoffs just because I, I would like that. But if they don't, it's not that big a deal either. I have a lot of money on the Patriots plus seven and a half. So would be great if they cover. Would be a little better if they won. But I'm not uh I'm not in the business of of really knowing what's gonna happen here. The Bills are gonna be motivated. Uh of course they're the of course we just talked about uh Hamlin and and his injury a little bit. If he if he, I mean, like the thing is, is if they do really want to play hard because of him, then I think the emotional aspect there could end up being this a blowout for the Bills. But I don't think they're going to start players or start players the entire game. I think it's going to be a back a kind of like starter backup type thing because of of the release from the NFL today, basically saying, uh, you're kind of it you're kind of locked into the two seat unless unless Jared Stidham and Josh McDaniels, two former Patriots legends uh, beat the chiefs. Then I think the bills will absolutely blow, blow the brakes off the, off the Patriots. Yeah. But if, if, I don't think that's happening. Chiefs, if I bet the Patriots the lose, the yeah. line's going to move to like plus 10 or something. I bet. That's an uh, I'm, I'm going to actually predict that. Uh, I, I'm thinking against that, but no, I still think they'll, 
they'll play super hard, even like the backups, because they're probably more in tune with that stuff with their defensive guys. So I think the defense is going to ball out. So I'm going to take the the Bills minus seven. No, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> okay. I want to see the Patriots in the playoffs. I don't really want to see the Patriots in the playoffs either, but I hope they make it. It's just gonna it's just gonna upset me. Uh, Vikings are seven and a half point favorites over the Bears. The Bears are starting Nathan Peterman. Is that correct? He's the backup. I know that Justin Fields isn't yeah. starting. Okay, then I'm taking the Vikings seven and a half. That's enough of that. <laughs> also, go start Tim Boyle. Go out there, Minnesota, and win and play good. Play well. You look like you got so embarrassed last week against the Packers. What a joke. That's your rival and you drop a dud like that. Play a little better. Yeah. Get on right. a little bit of a get a, like I know you're playing Peterman, the Bears stink. Show out a little, at least the first half. Just ball out. Have some fun. Don't the don't Bears fuck around. Have four quarterbacks in the roster. All backup goats. Let me Tim hear Boyle. Okay. Nathan Peterman. Okay. Trevor Simeon. Oh my god. Those are all those are those are they should just put out a different guy each quarter. But until someone does good. Oh, if you're doing good that. that quarter, you stay in. If you do bad, all right. <laughs> I, I want them that. all suited up on the sidelines, just sitting there waiting. You do one bad play, you're out. Trevor again. Pinch every running back. Don't even don't even suit up running backs. Say so we're throwing every single <laughs> play this game. Why not have some fun? Yeah. Just... The Bears have no the Bears want to lose this game because if they lose and the Texans win and the Texans are playing the Colts, um, they're the one, number one pick. And you know what they're gonna do with that pick? They're gonna trade it. I would trade Justin Fields and draft a QB there, but I'm not the GM there, and people love Justin Fields. Justin Fields, I'll tell you this right now, the only reason people like what he does is because he's like a Madden character. Once again, he does like a 60-yard rush, and everybody just is is amazed by how, how good he is at running. Nobody talks about how bad he yeah. is at passing, and it, it is a problem. Now, I think he's not as bad as some other quarterbacks that like people put in the same tier. I think he's good enough for, I think you give him, you give him like a couple more years. I think he, I think he's earned like two more years of starting. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm just saying, but, if you can get, if you can get the same thing that you can get for the first pick, which is going to be Bryce. Young. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we could talk about Bryce. Young, but I, I like Bryce Young a lot, but I don't think his body's made for the NFL. Um, so yeah. never mind. Actually. I mean, we, I'm just gonna be so. I'm gonna be laughing so hard when we talk about the draft and uh, after the after the combine and Will Levis for some reason is now a super high end first round pick. That will be funny. I hope that he, doesn't happen. Not good. He's gonna be a top ten pick. I'm actually thinking the Colts are gonna take him, but uh, it doesn't matter to me. I hope they do. Yeah, I do yeah. Too. I'm not a Colts fan. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So we're both on the Vikings there. Uh. Yeah. Ravens. My Super Bowl pick. Yeah, Ravens at Bengals. Uh, the Bengals are seven-point favorites. They don't need this game because they're officially AFC North champs. But if they win this game, I think that means they have the... If they don't win this game, the Ravens and Bengals, if they meet in the playoffs, is decided by a coin flip on who who hosts the game, which is really weird. But if they win the game, it's going to be in Cincy. I think Cincinnati is the best team in the AFC right now. Um, They were absolutely moving... Uh, I mean, it was the second drive, but they looked really in tune against that Bills team. Uh, just dicing them up, deep plays. This whole season, I mean, they uh, since the since October started, they have been lights out, and uh, they started really slow and really sloppy. They lost to Cooper Rush, if you remember. They got blown out, or they they got I think they got blown out week one. They looked really bad, and now since since October hit, Burrow has became I think the MVP of the league. Uh, and you're playing a Baltimore team again without Lamar Jackson. Uh, Tyler Huntley has shown that he is unable to score more than 15 points a game. My favorite bet of the week here is is Bengals minus seven. I also like the under here uh, because I think the Bengals can will put up you know 28. I have no idea how the Ravens score more than 14 points because if you look at how many points have been get, scoring each week, every week the last uh, since Lamar's been out. It's very rarely that they get they get into the twenties. So give me the Bengals minus seven. The the last time Ravens scored twenty points was against Jaguars and they lost. How many weeks ago was that? That was and that was uh that was Lamar Jackson playing. Yeah. So yeah, Tyler Huntley's not put up twenty. Okay. Yeah, well, he hasn't put up. He has the most he's put up is with 
16, uh, 17 against the Falcons. So what's going to happen here, Steven, is I only bet on one NFL game and it was the Patriots in, in the in my parlay. I'm going back to the casino tomorrow. I already know I'm going to lose a lot of money because I'm going to take Bengals minus seven. I'm going to take the Ravens. I'm going to I'm going to do a whole bunch of things and it's going to it's going to infuriate me because I know what's going to happen. And you know what's going to happen. <laughs> and listeners know what's going to happen. Yeah. And it's going to be, wow, I won a big bet. Well, all that money and more is gone. Again. And I'm going to say, why did I do this? I could have bought myself. Uh, no, Gucci, <laughs> Louis. <laughs> I could have bought myself a, a vacation to France. But instead, I'm going to be betting. I doubled down. <laughs> I'm going to be betting on the on Tyler Huntley or against Tyler Huntley. I'm going to be betting on Sam <laughs> Ellinger. I shouldn't do it. I'm see. I'm talking myself out of it, but I know what I'm doing. You want to know what I did? Actually, I went to the casino yesterday for for a moment. I had to uh, cash some tickets out, and uh, the blackjack table was calling my name. So I took a, I took a crisp C note. I went over to the blackjack table. I put that down. They're like, "What would you like?" I said, "Just give me a black chip, which is the hundred dollar chip." I put the hundred dollar chip firsthand, and everybody at the table was like, "Whoa!" And uh, well, guess what happens? A little queen <laughs> ace blackjack. Okay, and I was like, "Jesus Christ!" So I would have walked away right there. Well. I did it again, not with the same amount of money. I did it with like $75, like four hands later. Queen Ace Blackjack. And so I walk away with, uh, I end up up 250 so I walk away with 350 which uh, I should never play Blackjack again. But I continue right now tomorrow. Well, why not? Last time I did good. I'm playing with house money, which is never how it works. <laughs> so I can already tell you tomorrow I'm going to lose a couple hundred dollars on the Blackjack table too. <laughs> um, Okay, have some fun. Uh, Anyways... He, we can move on. Houston at Indy. Indy is two and a half point favorites. I mean, they gotta be tanked. Like if, like I said, if I was the Bears, I would not run the ball once. I just throw deep shots the entire game. If I'm Houston, I do the same thing, or I punt on second down. Just don't win this game, Texans. Don't do it. If you want Bryce Young, don't win this game. So I'm gonna take the Colts to win and to cover. Because both teams don't really want to win, but Houston should want to win less than anybody in NFL history. And if they start getting hot, I fully expect the GM of Houston to come down on the sideline and, uh, and uh, you know, put some what, what's that? What's that chemical that that knocks people out? You know what I'm talking about? Chloroform. Uh, I'm, ex- I'm fully yeah, expecting chloroform. the GM of the Texans to chloroform Lovey Smith and and install a new a new coach to tank fully. If they come out hot, don't come out hot, Texans. So I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take the Colts here. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Texans. It would be very Texans of them to fumble a top five, the number one pick. So give me the Texans. I like the reasoning, honestly. Um, Jets and Dolphins. We have the Dolphins' third string quarterback here, unless Tua somehow plays. <laughs> I don't think Tua should play football anymore uh if he does good on him but he should probably not play the rest of the season at least so and mike white by the way wherever again that's another that's another where it's like wow look how good he is the first start and then you actually see who he is and you're like okay that makes sense um but the dolphins stink Tua was good and then he gets concussed and then he becomes bad and then teddy gets hurt and now they're on their third string quarterback who is his name what's his name uh Skylar Thompson. Skylar Thompson. This is the second Skylar Thompson Mike White matchup. Is it? I don't know. I want to see this. I do. Uh, I'm taking the Jets. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Jets too. I think even if Tua was playing this game, I think it was still be pretty chance. close. I think yeah. the Jets defense is actually legitimate. There was this podcast. If they get that's a team quarterback, I wish they would have done way worse this season. If they would have got a quarterback, this team is like legitimately a playoff team. For oh, they'll season. be in the they'll listen, they will be in the race for Derek Carr. They'll be in the race for Rodgers. They will be in the they will be in play for every single potential quarterback that wants out. I think they're the favorite to get Carr. That's what I would do if I were them. Because you know Carr's available. So. Yeah, and I think Derek Carr, he just like sometimes quarterbacks have a you know, not the best season. So, you know, sometimes you can't be great every season. Not everyone can be Tom Brady. Or Aaron Rodgers. Like, you got to be bad some no, season. Rodgers sucked this season. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think he's done all right. <laughs> Skylar Thompson versus Mike White. 
I'm taking Mike White 10 times out of 10. I actually think this will be a good fun game. Like this game's huge for the Dolphins. They win and the Patriots lose, they're in. So they have to win this game, but I don't think that I, I don't think that trying is is guaranteed for success. So Yeah. yeah. I, I think I think this is actually a good game because they the Jets are gonna get much better picks, and I think they're still trying to prove they're a good team. And the Dolphins need to win this game because if they lose, they're just out, right? I think it, they're just done. So I honestly don't know the exact situation because if they lose, if the Patriots lose, if the Steelers lose, who's in? Is it the is it the Patriots? probably whoever's? Um, let me look at the thing. Yeah, it'd be the Patriots. Okay, we have a chance even if the Bills beat us, baby. They win the tiebreaker uh, against both teams. Let's go. Okay, yeah, so we're going. We're rooting, only... for, we're rooting for Jets and the Browns too. All at ten a.m. Yeah, because. So, yeah, <laughs> and then so the Patriots lose. And Miami wins and Pittsburgh wins, Miami gets in. So the only way Pittsburgh gets in is if New England and Miami both lose. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, let's hope that um, the Patriots win. But if not, let's hope the Dolphins and Steelers lose as well. Uh, Panthers at Saints. Saints three and a half point favorites. Panthers, honestly, the last like six weeks have looked pretty good in a lot of their games. Um, running the ball was good. They kind of, the Bucks kind of stifled the run a bit, and uh, and that kind of led to their downfall because Darnold's still Darnold, and he actually played okay, but he made some pretty critical errors in big moments that I guess you could expect Sam Darnold would make. The Saints are three and a half point favorites. Hmm, don't really understand that. Uh, I guess it's at home and everything. Give me the Panthers. And the Panthers should. A lot of people want them to bring back Steve Wilkes. I'm not opposed to that, except. Uh, I think if you really want positive change there, Harbaugh's been in talks there. I don't know if that's good either because he is a big choke artist. I mean, I had a lot of money on Michigan. Uh, both years, actually. Last year and this year. Uh, but uh, Harbaugh's been in discussion. Their owner, David Tepper, is willing to pay whatever. Steve Wilkes, fine coach. He kind of earned the job, but I think you want to make a splash hire here where it's like somebody that you think can actually transform this franchise. And Darnold, you know, keep him if he's cheap for for a backup role, maybe compete for the starter role and draft somebody or be be in be in uh a posi- again. We're looking at the Jets, we're looking at the Panthers, we're looking at probably the Bucks, we're looking at uh the Raiders, we're looking at a lot of these other fra- the, a lot of these like fringe franchises that had that are decent um you know, the Bucks are going to make the playoffs. I think Brady's out of Tampa, but that's why I'm putting them on there. But you're looking at a lot of these rosters who are like, you know, we're, we were basically one game, two games away from making the playoffs. They're all going to need quarterbacks. So I wonder what the what the musical chairs will be this season. But the Panthers could draft somebody or, or sign or sign or trade for somebody. Yeah, get the good coach. I'm so next year is going to be what we thought last year was going to be with like quarterback arms race. Yeah, this year we got but like for mid tier. Yeah, and hopefully, <laughs> and, and honestly, I think that's that's probably more surefire than what Wilson and Watson have given us. Uh, but I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Panthers to cover here, three and a half. I think they lose the game, but I don't know what either team's playing for. The Saints don't have their first round pick, so maybe maybe the Saints, you know, want to try. <laughs> maybe. Uh, I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take the Saints actually. It's a uh, it's it's a coin toss game. I'm not gonna watch this game. This has no implications at all. Hey. I need to get my mind ready for playoff football. Oh, I want to get my mind right too. Uh, Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Well, because I picked the Jets to be the Dolphins, I'm also picking the Browns to be the Steelers. The Browns have a good defense. You know what you're getting with the Steelers? Three and a half quarters of nothing, and then one good drive by Kenny Pickett at the end. And he's done that the last two weeks. And Mike Tomlin. Give them a round of applause every year. Uh, they're either really good or average. And it's hard. I, I mean, as a Patriots fan, obviously, like, we've had more success in Pittsburgh over the last two decades. But the thing is, is when you're always in the playoff hunt, when you're, like, at worst drafting 15th to 16th, 17th, whatever it is, um, it's really, really hard to maintain sustain uh sustained success that's really hard to say uh because you're never getting blue chip prospects you're getting first rounders but it's not like 
top tier talent year after year after year. And the fact that Pittsburgh has, has been in this position for what seems like our entire adult lives or our entire lives is pretty mesmerizing to see. I don't think Mike Tomlin gets enough credit, but on the same end, I do think he gets too much credit. So it's kind of weird. I think, I think he's properly rated. He's a hall of fame coach. He's a great coach. He's a top five coach, but um, this Pittsburgh team's not good. So the fact that they have eight wins is very surprising. In this game, though, I think Cleveland wants to be the spoiler. Again, they don't have a first-round pick. They gave everything they have to the Texans for, uh, you know, who? The one we don't talk about here. The criminal. And, don't uh, say his name here. Yeah, and uh, he's been awful. But he looked a little better last week. They kind of gelled a little better. Come, uh, Amari Cooper seems like a great number one this entire year, but especially with, with the criminal. And so, and Chubb is great. So, I mean, I think this game's going to be good. This is a game that actually could end up. I honestly think there's a, there is a real chance, a real a legitimate chance that the Patriots can lose and still make the playoffs, which is, which is insane, but I actually think that could happen. So I'm going to get the Browns here. Not, not because of a spike pick, but because I, I, I trust in the criminal more than Kenny Pickett. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that pick too. I think, I think they'll win. The Browns. Yeah, the Browns. Uh, Mike Tomlin. Yeah, it's like the best coach in last. Yeah, last I don't know, ten years. The best. Second best, I said. No, I was like, <laughs> nah, I agree. Yeah, he's he's great. Based on like what he has, though, you you could make the argument for first, I guess. But I would count Super Bowls over just consistency. Yeah. He's consistently really good, and uh, to never and during the time where it was Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Big Ben, you know, a lot of personalities there, and what we've seen happen with um, Brown especially, but Bell also had like a, a line of questionable decisions, and Big Ben was the original uh, criminal in that division, so. Um, Pretty wild that he was able to keep things together and Joe and Joe pretty smoothly. Um, okay, a few more games left to say the least. Chargers, Broncos, Broncos are three point favorites. Chargers might rest their players here. They can move up or down. So again, another another game where you're like maybe they're going to play the first half, first quarter, something like that. Uh, so for that, I'm going to take the Broncos. Finish the season out strong again. Another team without a first round pick. No reason not to try to win. You know. So. That's basically my my thing here. Russell Wilson, get it back together this offseason. I don't think he's totally washed. I think he shows signs of being washed. But I think when Hack now that Hackett's gone, bring in somebody that's actually a good play caller, a good play designer, talk with Wilson, make the offense what Wilson wants. And if it doesn't happen next year, if they aren't like, you know, I'd say a fringe playoff team, nine wins, maybe 10 wins, hopefully, then you have to make some hard decisions on what you want to do with Wilson and how much cap you want to eat up and, and, and what your, what direction your team's going to go, because he's been nothing short than a disaster. They gave up a lot for him. Gino's been much, or Gino has been much better than him. I don't think Drew Lockett makes this team much worse if he was still on, on the Broncos, all the picks. I mean, it's it's I don't need to preach to you, Stephen. You already know all this, but yeah, next year is really make or break for Wilson. And you know, this season was a struggle, but maybe go out here, win the game, and uh, and move on. They played they played the Chiefs close twice. I mean, there are some bright spots, right? It's not like it's not like the win losses are terrible, but they weren't they weren't really dominated in many games this year. Obviously, the Rams game, right? That was a <laughs> Jesus. But uh, most games, they at least were in it. The defense is still good. Um, I don't know their contract situation there, but it seems like they have some bright spots. It really just comes down to how the quarterback position will play. And I think Wilson still shows some signs of being a decent quarterback. It's just uh, it doesn't look like it will ever be what it was, you know, in 2015 and 16 and whatnot. So hopefully you're looking at a middle-of-the-tier quarterback and the rest of the team can elevate him. And that's what the Broncos need because in the last since honestly even even the year they won the Super Bowl with Peyton, but since that year especially, 
they've been probably the worst quarterback team in football, and that continued this year. So um, go out with a bang, you, end the season strong. Yeah, end the season strong and come back and come back next year, and hopefully Wilson is is a better quarterback. But what say you? I'm gonna pick the Broncos. I think I think the a coach that was actually picked not to lure Aaron Rodgers to the Broncos uh, is already gonna be a better coach. Uh, I I am honestly just blaming it now. I'm in full denial mode. I'm just blaming it on the, the coach now. <laughs> all Hackett's fault. Yeah, all Hackett's fault. Because um, even he wasn't even like fifty percent of how good he usually is. So like. That's the quarterback we get every year. Then yeah, I'll say it's the worst trade ever. I'm not gonna say worst trade ever after one year. No, the Deshaun trade's been worse than this. The criminal trade. Um, yeah, Wilson's been stinky, but you know, there's a chance that there's a chance that uh, he still has a little bit. I just want to give it one more year, and if he doesn't have it next year, then then we're in the then we're yeah in the yeah then, then then I'll say worst trade ever. Yeah, then we're in the ooh uh oh uh. The contract's huge, though. Giants at Eagles. Eagles, 13.5-point favorites. Giants are not playing their starters. Apparently, they might, but again, they're stuck where, they're, where they are. Uh, Eagles, Hurts is back on a bit of a skid. I think a lot of people, me included, believe that they peaked early. They have a lot of injuries. Now, I never really, I still don't really trust Jalen Hurts. Uh, I need to see it in a cold playoff game, which we might see out of them. They need this game to screw the one seed. Very important. If they lose this game and the and the Cowboys win their game, then uh, the one seed is Dallas. And if Dallas is the one seed, that means Philly would be taking on Tampa Bay again. And I think out of all the teams where I'm like, Tampa Bay matches up well, I think they match up really well against Philadelphia. So I, if you're Philly, you need to win this game. The reason it's 13 and a half is because, uh, well, they're playing their starters and New York isn't. So give me give me the Eagles to blot New York. Yeah, I'm gonna do that as well. Um, I can't think of another reason why they wouldn't do that, but bunch of fraudsters, Giants. Yeah. Bye, Eagles. Bye. Also, Brian Dayball, phenomenal coach for what he's done this year. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Cardinals, San Francisco. Uh, the Cardinals are 14-point underdogs at Levi Stadium in San Jose. The 49ers, you know, it's all posturing for for uh, seedings for them. If they win, Cowboys lose, Eagles lose, Vikings lose. I think they're the one seed. So uh, they don't really have any, any backup to play quarterback. So I think they're going to ride Purdy, get him another rep. He was pretty shaky in that game against uh, against the Raiders. So you want to see him going to the playoffs looking strong. The Cardinals stink. I mean, nothing really more to say. I think Kingsbury's going to be out of a job. That's a coach that if I was if I was your Broncos, the Patriots perhaps, any of these teams, think about signing him as a offensive coordinator or quarterback's coach or something like that. Because for all his faults, and he has a lot of them, he's not that good of a head coach by any metric. Um, I think he is a good offensive play caller and, uh, and he, he has a scheme that I think can help a lot of teams out. And so that's what I would say is next for Kingsbury. I don't think he's back next year, but I'm going to take the 49ers to cover this. Um, let's see. Yeah. Uh, 14 is such a lot. It is a lot. Uh, Still think they could do it though. Yeah, give me the 49ers. Okay. Brock Purdy. No reasoning. Do you think they're gonna make do you think they're gonna win the Super Bowl or who who's your NFC Super Bowl pick? Oh, you say the Vikings, right? From like the beginning of the year? Yeah, from the beginning of the year it was uh Vikings. How you feeling right now? Uh bad time to start playing bad. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Uh, but I, I think I did Vikings or Phil's. Um, wouldn't be funny if I got half of it right again <laughs> last year. Uh, I did pick the winner right last year. I think I don't remember who I picked. I'm pretty sure I picked the Bills to win the entire thing. So if that happens, I'll be happy being half right. There you go. But that wasn't a hot take pick like the Vikings one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Rams and Seahawks. Seahawks are five and a half point favorites. 
Oh, my my NFC pick, Tampa Bay. Uh, before we can move on, so huh? I said, who would have guessed that? Well, I actually think there's a little chance. Who? What quarterback do you trust in the NFC the most? It'd be Brady, right? I think that's impossible to say somebody else. You have Kirk Cousins, Brady, Brock Purdy, Dak, Jalen Hurts, maybe Rodgers, if not Rodgers. Um, then it'd be Geno. Uh, who am I missing there? Kirk Cousins. Did I say that name? You, you, but basically, it's like you know nobody that's done anything in the playoffs unless Rodgers is there. And then Tom Brady. So I do think there's a chance. Yeah, give me I mean, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I hate your guts. Uh but yeah, Bucks. I don't really know if the I don't really think the Bucks will win it, but uh there is a chance. They're you know, twenty five to one right now in odds. I'm gonna I'm gonna say moving on. Uh Rams, Seahawks, Seahawks are five and a half point favorites. Um, they win, Green Bay loses. Guess who's in the playoffs? Seattle. So with that being said, I think that they're gonna tr- play hard. Um Crowd's gonna be rupturous during this game. You know, this is the last home game of the season. Uh, you know, you know how much we think the crowd matters in Seattle. So give, give me the Seahawks to cover. I think they win by a touchdown or more. And the Rams again. Um, I think I the Rams have nothing to play for. Their first round picks in Detroit, but I don't think Baker. I don't think I think Baker's actually okay, but. The Seahawks move the ball well. They have a pretty stout defense. I think the Seahawks team is is. I think the Seahawks team is pretty good, and they get a few high draft picks next year. You add that to the defense. Hopefully, the offense seems like it gels well. Maybe if you if you have the opportunity, take a QB. But I wouldn't. I mean, you're you're looking at the Will Levis, right? Unless he moves up high because of his combine and his pro day and stuff, which you're probably right will happen. But I don't think Will Levis or Richards, Anthony Richardson, I would not draft. I think he's too raw of a prospect. And then you're looking at, you know, second, third round Hayden Hooker. I would take Hooker, but he's coming off an ACL. So um, draft defensive players with those first two picks. I think they're going to be good. Give me the Seahawks cover here. Then they win by a touchdown or more. Boom. Yeah, I'm going to take Seahawks. The Rams are stinky, 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 doo-doo. So yeah, give me the Seahawks. Um... How much do you think those tickets cost, dude? I bet they're fucking expensive. Oh, the Seahawks. I hate. I hate in-person football games. I'd rather watch on. It's one of the sports I'd rather watch on TV. I don't like going to games. Yeah, football's product on TV is the best. I agree. Only sixty. The atmosphere is cool in person, but it's like that's it. You're doing atmosphere. So yeah, that's the only. I I don't really. Yeah. It's I don't know. I like every live sport. I like every I like every sport better live, but football. That's the only sport I do not like going to games. Well, yeah, I mean you you basically are having action every I guess base well, baseball is cool because you're drinking and it's outdoors and it's during the summer. That's really the Yeah, outdoor. that's probably why I like baseball a lot. Actual pitch to pitch, it's like irrelevant, but you're there usually with friends and you're watching. But it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty mundane too. I did go to I did go to two games of this year by myself and still had fun. Yeah. Well, I probably wouldn't have done that. Uh, don't talk, don't <laughs> don't admit that you're a loser on on the podcast, my friend. I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, nah, I I like going to games. <laughs> yeah, football football games are probably the worst live sporting event. Um, outside of the outside of all the major sports. Yeah, because I love basketball. Basketball's great. Hockey's amazing. hockey was amazing. Was amazing. That actually, in a few in a few years, that might be my favorite live sport. That was like the most fun I've had at a sporting event. And the Sounders games, I think, are really fun, but I doubt that's like that in, in every city. Well, European soccer, you'd, you'd include that. But yeah. Uh, yeah, but I've never been to one of those. Yeah, so- soccer is okay. I mean, I think it really matters, like, what type of view you have. And so, like, in football stadium, in basketball, most seats are good seats because you can see everything. Yeah, smaller stadium. Football and soccer, the, the fields are so big that unless you're at, like, in a box or at the 50 yard line or at like a 30 yard line. If you're, if you're in an end zone seat, you really aren't watching the action. You're watching this big screen. Yeah. You know? So that, that's the issue. Yeah. It's like at baseball, you could see every pitch basically anywhere and, and basketball. Yeah. You can see the entire court and hockey. You could see the entire, entire rink, everything. So it's like, I think that's the issue with, with football mainly, but also with soccer a little bit in this, in the same regard. Um, it just matters. Yeah, football's cold. Maybe that's why I hate it then. And if you say it's the, always cold, if you, if you say the 50 yard line in football, you're looking at like, you know, 
ticket prices out of at the wazoo. That is yeah. that's nothing for a guy like me though, you know. But I mean, for yeah, some, yeah, like, yeah, we don't, we, yeah, we don't, we don't have that problem. <laughs> but for other people, those bleeders, we like to call them. Oh yeah, geez, just stay home. Uh, Cowboys at commies. Cowboys seven point favorites. The Commanders are starting Sam Howell. Uh, Cowboys have something to play for. Washington doesn't seven points. Give me command or give me give me Washington has nothing to play for. Give me them. No, give me Dallas. I think they cover this game. Uh, I think the Dallas Tampa game that's going to be Sunday night, probably next week. Uh, give it to me. Inject it into my veins. I'm going to take Cowboys to cover here. Then they go into the playoffs looking strong. Yeah, that's that's probably what you want as a as a Cowboys fan. But you know, you never know what you're getting with this team. But I'm gonna go with the Cowboys as well. Okay. Good cover. Okay. Um, final game of the NFL season. This is I think honestly the fir- you can look this up if you don't know if you don't know. I don't know what it is. This is the first time I can ever remember Detroit being on Sunday night football. Can you remember the last time Detroit was on Sunday night football? Off the top of my head, no. It's usually I'm gonna look that up. When was the last time the Lions were on Sunday night football? Okay. How many times have the Lions been on Sunday night football? Well, that's not the answer. Wait, uh, because of the What the fuck? It just shows their Sunday results. Yeah. Okay, uh, 2006. I'll go lie. I'll just control out control F Lions. The Lions. Oh, actually, you know what? They've been on there a few times. Wow, I do yeah. not remember any of these games. The last time on Sunday Night Football was 2016. Okay, not that long ago against the Seahawks. I mean, that's quite a long time, though. Yeah, okay, five years, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, kind I, of I honestly didn't think they were on there in the last ten years, but okay, I was wrong. Um, well, the Lions Almost. are the Lions are on the road at Lambeau. They're four and a half point underdogs. Um, if the Packers win, they're in. I'm going to take the Lions to win the game. Uh, I'm going to take the Packers because Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the NFC. So you know, you got to trust that guy to win games. I'm picking that solely because I think the Lions have a vendetta. I don't think the Packers team is good. They were four and eight. Now they're eight and eight. Terrific comeback, all things considered. They really turned it like the the them beating the the them beating the Dolphins was kind of a gift from God because of Tua's head slamming into the ground, and nobody nobody's seen that. Because after he got concussed that day, all I remember was him throwing defensive uh, defensive passes. Like, he's just giving the ball to the defense, just throwing picks. Those two last picks were some of the worst passes I've ever seen in NFL history. And it makes sense that he's concussed. Because if he wasn't, then I'm like, whoa, what's happening here? Uh, I don't know if the Lions actually win. Maybe this is a spike pick because I don't like Rodgers. But I do like this Lions offense, and I don't think it's stoppable. Like, I think no matter what happens – the the if the I think if the Packers want to win this game they have to score points. Lions are very easy to run against. It's really just getting into the end zone. Both teams are going to move the ball. Whoever gets into the end zone more will win the game. But uh, I mean that in like a way where it's like I think the Lions could play well on the goal line. I think the Packers could play well on the goal line. This is going to be a fun game. I'm excited for this one. This will this will be good. We Saturday night we have Titans Jacksonville. I'm not excited for that one, but I but it's a playoff game. This is a playoff game here. The Bills Patriots is a playoff game for at least the Patriots. Dolphins Jets is a playoff game for the Dolphins. Seahawks is a playoff game. It's like this is basically there's a lot of shit games here that mean nothing. You look. I I, I encourage. I implore everybody to look up um, incentives for players because you're gonna have something like Nick Chubb rushing yards, which I I'm just I'm just picking something here. Well, guess who's going to get a lot of carries in that game? That'll be Nick Chubb. And you want to do over yards, over hat, over carries. You want to look at you want to look at what contract incentives are at play here and how many yards players or touchdowns players are away from it. Because I'm going to tell you right now, this happens every single year. Teams want teams, coaches 
want to reward players uh, and let them hit their bonuses. So look those up. It's out there. All of them are public knowledge. Then look at the games this weekend and look at over-unders on, on those players that you see and pick, you know, there's going to be 50 of them, something like that. If you have the capital, I'd bet over on all 50, and I think you're going to make profit. And if you if you don't, you're going to lose very little because at least over half of them will go over, I think, if I had to guess, just because that's how it is every year. Uh, teams want to gift their players or bonuses. So there's a little gambling tidbit if you're a betting person, which I hope if you're listening to this podcast, you are, because basically all we do is pick against the spread. So, I mean, I hope we entertain you a little, but hopefully you're hopefully you're hearing, hearing some of our analysis and liking it. Although, I'll be honest, the last couple of weeks that we've done this podcast, uh, we've skipped some weeks. We've been lazy this year. We have been lazy. Well, one of our co-hosts has been ultra lazy. Um, turned in, turned into uh, ask shit. Yeah, ex co-host. We're gonna have to edit the logo now, and I'm gonna have to get an X put through Benny's face. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens here. But I'm just saying, look at look at the bonuses. Look at what people stand to make. You're gonna see like five hundred thousand dollar bonus if a player gets six more catches. Well, you go and look at the book, and it's like four and a half is their over under. Hmm. I'm just saying, probably going to get six catches. They're going to be try, especially on non-playoff teams. Now, I wouldn't look at the incentives on games for he or for um Jacksonville and for uh Tennessee because they're playing for something. They're not going to force the ball to players that have, you know, a two hundred thousand dollar incentive. But if you're looking at the Texans Colts game, for example, there you go. Like we just went through all the shit games here that mean nothing. Uh, New York, Philly, Denver, LA, Carolina Saints. We can go through them all again, but it's like just go and look. Tyler Ajir, okay, that's what I know for for sure. His his he needs a hundred yards to hit his bonus, a hundred rushing yards. I could promise you his over under on rushing yards will be not a hundred; it'll be less than that. So if you think he's gonna get his bonus, there you go. There's just there's just a handout right there for you. But uh, okay. Steve, anything else? Yeah, anything left? Anything you want to add? Our last regular season episode before going into playoff mode. I'm just excited for actual playoffs. I know. God, I feel like my interest in the NFL has dwindled the last few weeks. That happens when your team's the Broncos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I could just pretend like other teams. I just switch on the podcast. This is a bit. I switch my team every single, every single week. That'd be funny. Just whoever's whoever's the best team. I just like oh, undefeated <laughs> maybe. Let me ask you. Um, national championship, Georgia yeah. TCU. Think Georgia blows them out? Yeah, I don't think it'd be close. Twelve points is the is the uh, line. Uh, yeah, I think TCU I reminds I me a lot of that Notre Dame team that played Alabama with Manti Teo. Do you remember that game where they were undefeated? Yeah. They won close. And then Alabama blew the brakes off them. I think that's here too. They should not have beat Michigan. I'm disgruntled because I had Michigan, like I said, but Michigan outgained them. They had two fourth down or a fourth down stop at the two yard line. They had a fumble at the one yard line. Michigan threw two pick sixes. Uh, that game was close to being a Michigan blowout, and it ended up not being. But it's like if you if you really go into it, it's like wow, TCU should not have won this game. Uh, Georgia, I think will blow the brakes off them. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bet Georgia. Yeah, might. and I don't, it's not like, when you like that Michigan team, that offense wasn't even really like. I mean, like they didn't really put up a ton of points like that. Like basically, no. every game unless they're playing like one of the shitty teams, like Rutgers or something. But they put up just so many points against TCU, and I don't think their offense is even close to as good as Georgia's. So I think they're gonna Georgia's just gonna play and pitch them. No, I agree. Oh, and everyone, everyone needs to go watch the menu. Oh, movie. Okay, it's they, on HBO Max. Well, I know it's on HBO Max, but I read what it was about and I saw horror in front of it, and it scared me. So I don't nah, know. No, nah, nah. I would, I would say like uh, more thriller. Like, there's like no promise. I, so. <laughs> it, I I consider jump scare like something popping up and like screaming really loud. Nothing like that happens. So okay, I would say say more like, it's a, like person, a, a person's thriller. walking backwards and somebody just pops out. It's like, hey! <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Like, we're, I feel like a jump scare is an undeserved reaction to a, like to a person viewing it. Okay, um, there's nothing like that. I would say it's more like a psychological thriller that also has 
deaths and, and blood and guts. Mm. But I wouldn't even say it's that violent in the movie. I, I actually think it was a really, really, like, just good movie. Like, if I had to rank my favorite movies from last year that, like, released, I, I'd probably put that in my top top five. Bullet am like closer in like three three or three or two I mm. okay well i will check that out uh i also am watching top gun maverick tonight i've seen that before but uh oh okay i was like i was like you didn't see it in theaters and you, uh, you kind of missed out i'm gonna tell you this right now mission impossible 8 comes out next year as does last 10 okay and those are my two favorite action franchises ever ethan oh, hunt that's same yeah what is Ethan Hunt getting himself into this time? You know, and the thing what is, is Ethan Hunt up to? <laughs> the things he does in every movie just goes more and more over the top. I think he, I, I don't even, there was a stunt I read about where he basically was diving out of an airplane 30 times a day to prepare for this in this movie, <laughs> which is like, yeah, Tom Cruise, come on, he's 63 or something. Um, and Didn't then he fast jump out of a plane like to practice, like he jumped out of the plane too with no parachute. Yep like like actually like i know people have done that like i've seen travis persona do that and like other people rp can like yeah rp can block that, that was actually really sad news that I, I watched like all of his youtube videos and stuff like i actually really like him block yeah he's a beast um but no not to get you off off subject but yeah ethan hunt tom cruise wow just just legendary i cannot wait for that and i can't wait for fast 10 and fast 11 so we're getting we're getting two years straight yeah. of of uh mission impossible and fast and furious because they're both they've both recorded <laughs> both of them yeah yeah we get and we get oppenheimer this year another avatar <laughs> oh my god i didn't know i haven't seen that yet i think that? i should go see that it was actually really good i liked it I'd, I'd give it like a like a six and a half out of ten but it was like it was worth watching um i went to one of those theaters where you get like alcohol at the th- you there's a button on the chair and a server just comes and brings you a new beer wow that's sick that should be everywhere in this world that's what i'm saying i was like if movie theaters want to exist in five years they, they, i need a beer brought to me when i hit a button do they have cores light at your theater uh i think they did it was in i went to bellevue wow that's my theater yeah it was it, it was bougie as hell <laughs> and, okay. and, and the second best part 21 plus only oh, no children God. I hate kids in movie theaters and planes. Yeah, I actually don't care about kids on planes anymore because I have noise canceling headphones. And yeah, anywhere... my Bose headphones. I don't even hear the plane anymore. Oh, you're talking about headphones? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Apple AirPod Maxes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's a usable case. <laughs> this is a... look at this. Travel. <laughs> Put the cords in there. Well, there's no cords on this. You got to charge it, don't you, dumbass? Yeah, I use my iPhone charger. Wow. Man doesn't even use an iPhone charger for his for headphones. This is embarrassing. No, these are US these are USB C. I use my uh my iPad charger for this. <laughs> okay, well Steve. Man doesn't have an iPad. <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> this is. Oh no. Oh sorry, did you have the AirPods Pro 2, Max? <laughs> oh, this isn't a surface, my friend. That's an iPad. The keyboard. Oh, Oh, you got the you got the three hundred and fifty dollar keyboard from Apple, which is an absolute joke. I got the the one from Logitech. It looks nicer, and it was half the price. It, it is half the price. Better. I tried, I tried I both of them, and I was like, "This one's better, man. It's cheaper." Man, I don't want that cheap shit. Uh, <laughs> okay, I don't want a handout. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, thank you, Steve. Uh, we will be back in the playoffs. Benny will join us in the playoffs. I am pretty confident in that he will. Yeah, at at least maybe not first round, but definitely every round after that. Yeah, so Benny will be back, just stinking up the joint. He is he does smell. I hung with him a little time over the winter break, and he has a stench that uh honestly radiates any room he steps into. And we went I actually tried to help him do last minute Christmas shopping. The thing is, he could have stole anything in any store he went into because everybody just wafted out immediately. They're like, What the fuck? Somebody vomited at his feet. Uh yeah, you guys were lucky all the self checkouts were still working. Yeah, it's, well, Benny stole, but it's pretty crazy how bad he smells. But he will be back for the uh, for for the for the playoffs games. I think, I hope, I expect. So, okay, Steve, uh, and Steve will be back. And guess who else will be back? This guy, yours truly. So, Steve, thank you very much. Uh, playoffs start next week. They really start this week. A lot of good games. A lot of important games. Uh, let's turn up. Let's party. And yeah, go watch the menu. And.
if you have it, watch Black Adam on HBO Max too as well. Torture, tor- that tonight. torture yourself. <laughs> torture yourself. Okay, happy New Year, Steve. Talk to you later.